Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hello. Thank you for going to the Les Schwab Twires. Twires? I don't know. Hello. We appreciate you going to the Les Schwab. Les Schwab. Why can't you say tires? Vive Clouseau. It's the same thing. Just say tires. Uh, Where do we pick up from? Hi, Uh, everyone. You're listening to the Center and the Saint podcast. I'm Luke Anderson. I'm Will Darkins, well, and this is sponsored by Les Schwab Tires. Is that right? I think so. Okay. Yep. Enjoy. Doing the right thing since 1952. Luke Anderson, astronaut. A man barely interesting. I also uh, went to a school dance with a girl that watched Titanic, I think, 17 times in the theater. It was a different time back then. Will Darkens, hot air balloon attendant, frightened by technology. There's HBO hot where it's like you watch it and you're like, wow, she's dangerous. I'm into that. We have the capability to build the 33rd best radio show in Portland on Saturdays about sports. The Sinner and the Saint will be that show. Better than they were before. Funnier. Sportsier. More Labradoodles. On 1080, The Fan. Hey, we made it to hour two of this fine program. If you missed anything from hour one, just go to 1080thefan.com and download the Les Schwab Tires podcast. They've been doing the right thing since 1952. Tires! That was way before podcasts were even a thought. 1952. Yeah. Different time back then. Do you think anybody had any inkling about what a computer might be back then? No, watch old sci-fi and nobody was predicting cell phones the way they are now. Just smartphones making us dumber, just using it for porn and, and sports updates. I think what's interesting about the 1950s, at least for sci-fi movies, is that they just went right past like having a personal computer or a phone that, like you said, you could like. Yeah, but this is this isn't. It was just just like no robots. Yeah, but this isn't just the 1950s. This is all the way through the 70s. Yes, it's like they went right to robots. Yep. Well, no. To be fair, by the 1970s, they had Star Trek, and they were like, hey. What if computers could transport you from a ship to a planet? Like fair enough, but they still had walkie-talkies. That's true. Star Wars didn't have cell phones. No. Oh, what are what are where Luke is? Let's use the force and see if we can feel his presence here. It's like, dude, just text a dude. They had holograms. Yeah. Just text him. See where he's at. Yo, where you at? Pick for pick. Fighting Death mark? Star, bro. Oh, oh my goodness. Have you seen the Snapchat story for Luke Skywalker? Oh my goodness. Dude saving the universe. It's so sweet. What filter should I use? Oh, my God. His Instagram is going crazy with that picture of him flying away from the Death Star blowing up. Did Leia send you a pic? Oh, yeah. By the way, didn't Luke Skywalker and Leia make out in the first movie? No, she kissed him to make uh, Han Solo jealous. But they didn't know they were brother and sister. They're brother and sister. Yeah. Listen, they didn't know at the time. Wasn't make out. It was just a little. It's disgusting. 
Yeah, he was pretty proud of it too. He gets all blushy and yeah. like, <laughs> how you like that? They do never address that. In the in the new Star Wars reboot, they need to address that. Just like one whole movie that that's yeah. all it's about. <laughs> Just going back and going, remember that time I could? Confused incestual feelings. I think they'll probably be in the reboots. Repressed memories. Yeah. Star Wars repressed memories. <laughs> whole the, quarter of the movie is just a subtitle of the therapy session. Except for they've killed off all those people or they've yeah. or they've passed away in real life. And what I like is that the first 20 minutes is all jam-packed action and then the next like hour and a half is just hardcore therapy. Really one-on-one <laughs> -on -one, like really really difficult issues. emotional causes. Yeah. 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 Well, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of family things that they could bring up in that. I mean, it's a twisted web that they weave in those stories. Let's just hope, Let's just hope they get it. I made an attempt. I made an attempt, Will, to be interested in the World Cup. How'd that go? Now, granted, this was last night, and I was like, oh, I got to do a show tomorrow. Let's find something interesting about the World Cup to talk about tomorrow. And I, what I did was I typed in. Uh, what are the major storylines at the World Cup? Didn't really find anything. It just did previews of the games. The The one headline that came up over and over again from publications was how to watch the World Cup. And it was just times and dates of when, when games were playing. So there hasn't been – I couldn't find, like, a good solid recap of what's going on. I kind of got the gist earlier in the week just from, you know, being in this building that Argentina might not make the knockout round, I guess. You sound like you're in a different country. What does that mean? I was watching it, and I'm getting the gist that there was some scoring going on. I am in a, I'm in a country that does not have a World Cup representative. Balls going into nets. Listen, what do you know about the World Cup? Tell me everything you know about what's going on in this current World Cup. Okay, I do know this. My Argentina may not make the knockout round. My That's favorite about. moment so far was uh, Lionel Messi missing that free penalty. kick. Okay, great. Yeah. great. Penalty kick, I'm sorry. Okay, whatever. I don't even know. Whatever. Doesn't matter. So, other than that, what else you got? Uh, I got Ronaldo going ham on Spain, okay. which was pretty for, dope. For a draw. It's a dope draw. Okay. Which, by the way, also, after he was scoring a lot, he started to do like a mustache. Uh, he did a goatee yeah, thing goatee, because he's the goat. Because he's the goat, apparently. Yeah. Okay. So, so, okay, so you and I are on. We've got those stories. But Google a picture of him with his shirt off. No, I will not do that, but I thank you. Um, Hot. I did find the four most interesting things that came up more than once. So I was forced to click on them, but I was trying to get actual soccer information. I just want people to know that this, I'm not the only one that feels like these side headlines are more interesting than the actual games. What's a forward. That's you You're making fun of you. You did a parody voice of what you said earlier in the show. You made it sound like I said that. You're the one that said that earlier. I'm generally wondering what's a forward. Seriously, 55305, what is a forward? Yes, please explain what a forward is. As of Tuesday, this was the top story on Reddit sports, period. Okay. Middle of the World Cup. We're, we're going through the group stage, okay. I think is what it's called. And this was the top story on Reddit sports. Fun fact. Did you know that when Sweden and Denmark play each other in the FIFA World Championships, the letters that are used for the team's abbreviation, S-W-E versus D-E-N, together spell Sweden. And the remaining letters, which are not used, D-E-N, the last three letters of Sweden, and M-A-R-K, the last three letters for Denmark, 
spelled Denmark. That's tight. That was the number one story. That is pretty tight. <laughs> they don't even play each other. They're not in the same group. It didn't come from a game that they played against each other. This is just someone's musing. This is dope. Stupid. That's cool. All right. I uh, mean, that's uh, it just shows you how if the United States is not in the World Cup, even if we're just getting spanked, like we don't care. Yeah. We just don't care. We don't care about soccer whatsoever. This one you'll care about, though. Okay. Yeah. Look up Gabriel Gomez from Panama. All right. Hold on. Gabriel Gomez. Gabriel Gomez. Twitter was having a ball with this this week. This is me. This Again, this is, this is me genuinely searching for information about who's good, who's bad, who's playing well, who's going to make it, who's not going to make it. Holy hell. He looks like Kyrie Irving. He looks exactly like Kyrie Irving. He looks like, I mean, not even a twin. It looks like Kyrie Irving. I know. Decided to play in the World Cup. Yeah, his knee's not good enough for the NBA NBA playoffs, but he can go and play in the World Cup. My God, it's striking. Twitter is going bananas. Again, genuinely searching for World Cup information. Did you also take a look at uh, Neymar's hair? Yeah, it's Neymar. Neymar? Yeah. What did I say? Neymar. Did you see that it Finding looked like Neymar. spaghetti? Yeah, it looked a little terrible. There but, was a uh, pretty good... Yeah, but look at the NBA draft or uh, what do you call it? Mumble rap. There it's was a the pretty good hair. gif. There was a good gif. Gif? Of a, uh, of a kid putting uh, dry spaghetti on his hair. And it was a picture of uh, Neymar before a game. Neymar. And, you said uh, Neymar again. Then there's a picture of him after the game in a shower with the noodles. Finding Neymar is a movie. You're trying to say Neymar. Um, here's the other story. This one I actually love. Did you see the Burger King ad from Russia? Oh, yes. This is fantastic. For anybody that missed it, so uh, Russian social media put out an advertisement for Burger King in the home country, in the country that's hosting the World Cup. And this is the rough translation of that ad provided by our friends at Deadspin. Okay. Burger King, within the framework of social responsibility, has appointed a reward for girls who get pregnant from stars of the world football. Each will receive 3 million rubles and a lifelong supply of Whoppers. For these girls, it will be possible to get the best football genes and will lay down the success of the Russian national team for several generations ahead. Forward. We believe in you. Throw in some chicken fries, and I'm intrigued. Did you get the gist of what I just said? Yeah, I did. This is a genuine advertisement for Burger King where they said, hey, ladies, go get knocked up by these soccer players are here so our team is better than the 70th in the world. Well, to be fair, if they do fall for that, then you get what you pay for. I mean, give me a break. You got to go get knocked up for a better reason than just yeah. free Whoppers, right? Uh, well, no, you also get uh Three million rubles, which is like forty-seven thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm. I I, I got to get more than that. I think this just reminds you that this is general advertising. This is a, excuse me, this is a comment from a uh, woman in Russia. She said, "Throwing a milkshake." It's normal for us, she told the USA Today uh, Sports. It's pathetic, uh, but companies know they can appeal to the basic instincts of Russian men in this way. My male friends thought it was funny. We get used to it. Okay, now tell Fairly me. Fairly degrading. Tell me what the difference between this and John Ross running that super awesome 40 and getting an island of his own from Adidas is. Uh, I don't know. Uh, going out and using your body to future, 
further the the further. talents of the thing. Go and get pregnant. That, that by... sounds the same, right? John Ross is using his body to further talents and acquire land. All right, listen. If you want to defend Russia on this one, go nuts. Uh, Burger King. Bur- you know you're good. Burger King has apologized, but defending if like, Burger King. if you're <laughs> you're defending Bur- Russia, Burger King. Burger King has come out and apologized. They thought it was inappropriate, but hey, listen. If you're with it, go with it. It's you. You wait, do, you do wait you. Burger King apologize? Is it Burger King Russia that apologized, or yeah, just Burger B- King Burger corporate? King, Burger King corporate apologized. How the hell did you let that go through? If you're Burger King corporate, it's the World Cup. Yeah, well, this was a social media ad in Russia. Still, again, I agree. I agree with you, but you're supporting it, so go nuts. Go have fun with that. Finally, finally. We already mentioned Landon Donovan is a huge supporter of Mexico, but he does not support Mexico like Mexico supports Mexico. From, this, the, from the text line 55305, you know, if you can put a hyphen in United States and it spells United States. Okay. United States. Is that what they're saying? I think. I'm not reading it. Anyways, uh, this one actually gave me a little bit of soccer information. Apparently, Mexico beat Germany with a late goal that was pretty fantastic in Mexico City yes. um, in, oh, I want to get the... The day, right? Well, I want to get the square that they're in. Doesn't matter. There's a big square and they're all gathering. He scores the late goal. Well, listen, I'm... I know. Go ahead. Trying to get through this. Keep going. Seismic activity after the goal. Everyone jumping up and down at the same time in Mexico City caused a small earthquake. That's awesome. That is awesome. And that's the that's this is the reason it's hard to dip your toe in the water of the World Cup. At least in my mind. Because you look at it and you go, the whole world, this is the biggest event in the entire world. To dip your toe in and be like, all right, I'm I'm fairly interested, and then watch the enthusiasm and the passion from the rest of the world's fans is staggering to me. I'm not saying that the U.S. doesn't have fans because the U.S. has the second largest attendance of of any fan base, and we don't even have a team. We have the second largest uh, attendance of any team going into the World Cup this year. But I just I don't have that passion. I'm envious of of these fine people. But I will remind you that the earthquake. Uh, happened in Seattle when Marshawn Lynch ran over everybody to win a playoff game against the Saints a few years ago. So, listen, we're passionate about our football. They're passionate about theirs. Go World Cup. You haven't atta- exactly got the attention of Will and I, but everybody enjoy your World Cup. I hope you enjoyed those stories. I had fun with them. Good. I'm happy to hear that. Uh, Adrian Wojnarowski came up with a very clever way to broadcast the picks coming up in the draft without – infringing upon the agreement that they made with the NBA, but did it give teams an actual advantage by sneaking the picks ahead? It may have, according to one GM that is next. You're listening to the center and the saint on 1080, the fan. Did you Google uh, Iceland small hands, man? Oh, I did not. Let me do that real quick. Can you entertain our audience while I do that? Well, that came from the text on or just leave in Davida going, uh, but yeah, entertain. I'll, I will Google Iceland small hands. man. does it take you to Google Iceland small hands, man? That was from the text line and you've already done it. It's pretty startling. Uh, Am I just going to image search? Hey, yeah. I don't see it. Try try regular Google search and then click images. Or there should be an image that seems pretty obvious. I'm not. How are you not finding this? I don't know. There's the daily snark on soccer. Let's try this one. Oh, yeah. Pretty creepy. 
weird. It's not his hand. Well, it looks like his hand. Yeah, but it's not his hand. It's somebody else's hand. It's basically a picture that somebody uh, yeah. caught from a broadcast of a very beautiful woman and a guy next to her. She's okay. And he's speaking to her, and from the bottom of the picture on the border, a child's hand is going up yeah. that looks like his hand. Yeah. Definitely is his hand. It's not his hand. Get over it. Wow, neat picture. Good radio. Commend you, good sir. Um, so NBA draft, uh, they made kind of a gentleman's agreement between the networks and the NBA that people would stop kind of jumping the announcement of who was picked on Twitter. Adrian Wojnarowski got very clever. And instead of saying they're going to pick so-and-so, they, he was using his uh, thesaurus and would say things like, this team is zeroed on on this player, and they're they're not going to be able to pass up this player. and this, They're focused on this guy. And obviously he was, he was kind of uh, hitting all of the picks. Now, I think this is stupid. <laughs> Um, and I don't, un- I don't understand. Now you worked in broadcast news, uh, at one point. What is the infatuation with being the breaking news guy? I know Adrian Wojnarowski has kind of uh, made his career on it, but on a night like the draft, when you're going to get the information in 40 seconds and it's going to be- become public knowledge. I mean, the-, the whole show is an announcement of who they're taking. What is the advantage of jumping the gun? on this just to further your reputation when you win in all the free agency and all the trade talk and all the things that don't have a TV show built around them. What's the point? Because you now have quote unquote higher ratings than the TV show. That's what ESPN worried about or NBA TV, whoever was broadcasting it. I mean, that, but it's on Twitter. He doesn't make money through his Twitter account or does he? Well, but you make money kind of, in a backhand way of saying, yeah, he is now rising his status to a point where he's going to get paid to either make appearances or offer his opinion or write. I mean, it's all just about building a resume. So if you don't have to watch TV and all you have to do to get your draft pick information is sit on your Twitter feed and have Adrian Wojnarowski tell you five minutes before, why do I have to watch it? But again, why, does that, point? But again, why does it have to be five minutes before? Like how, uh, what, uh, this, this is my question is, is, is if you can sit on your Twitter, I understand that it, it'll be nice to have that information on Twitter, but you can get it at the same time it happens on the TV show. If you'd like to do that. Yeah, and but you I can, can use some other stuff while I have my Twitter open and I don't I, have to sit in front of it. Again, you can still do that if he puts them out at the same time. So are there any consequences to this? Again, I, for me, I always thought it was just something that was stupid. I was like, I don't, I just, I don't get it. So. Are there any actual negative repercussions? Negative or positive, according to the general manager for the, the what are they? The Atlanta Hawks? The Chiefs? The Atlanta Hawks. Uh, this is a guy named Travis Schlenk. You ever heard of Travis Schlenk? Hell of a name. Yeah. He said uh, that the reporter's projections saved him from trading up with the Milwaukee Bucks because he was informed that the Milwaukee Bucks were not going to take the player that Atlanta preferred. So here's what happened, and this is a quote from Schlenk. We had the 19th pick. We were actually talking with Milwaukee on the 17th pick and talking about trading up to get the guys we liked. He told this to uh, 95.7 the game uh, through ESPN. He said there's a couple of guys that we really felt good about with the 19th pick. Obviously, Kevin Hooter, who we picked, and 
Yeah, I know. Was one of them, and it was leaked uh, who Milwaukee was going to take, and it ended up not being one of the two guys. What? <laughs> That's so funny. What did I do? Kevin Hooter. Is that how you say it? Herder? Hooter? How's it spelled? H U E R T E R. Hooter? Hooter. Hooter. What did Not I say? Kevin Hooter. I said Hooter. You said Kevin My Hooter. My R was. Doesn't matter. Kevin Which Hooter. Which is an amazing porn name. <laughs> Incredible. If I porn said Kevin name. Hooter, I apologize. Hooter? Kevin Hooter? Hooter? Starring Kevin Whatever. Hooter and Anyways. Jessica Thursday. Listen, I'm allowed. There you go. Thursday? That's the best. That Wait, that's the best co-star you can come up with jessica thursday you tell me i don't know disappoint doesn't matter anyways minus the pronunciation gaffe that i'm so incredibly embarrassed about the fact that he had to hurry to get out the picks actually saved them from making a trade so you think that probably hurts milwaukee in the long run because guess what they weren't interested in the same guy that they were so they could have dropped back to 19 and still got their guy but now it actually affects the way that general managers are going. I wonder if this will change anything, and, and would you be upset by it if if you were Milwaukee and you realized you could have gotten more? No, not really. And, I, I mean, if I was – I don't know. I, I guess to me, in terms of the NBA draft, I don't really consider it much because a lot of it's up to chance anyway. You're taking talent that you haven't really tested at a higher level yet, and you're taking a really huge risk. There's only a few players where it's very obvious that you're not taking risk, i.e. LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Ben Simmons. Uh, every single one of them were very, very low-risk draft picks. Yeah, but what do you get from a 19 to 70? So if you want to move up from 19 to 17, you can get an additional second-round pick? I guess. You know, but if you're Milwaukee... I, I think this only matters if you're in maybe the first three picks. That's it. Really, it doesn't matter anywhere else. <laughs> I, it just doesn't, man. I mean, there are so... The margin of error that you can make is so razor-thin. Okay. If Gary Trent Jr. ends up actually being somebody, the reason the Blazers were able to pick him is because they packaged two second-round picks to move up in the second round to take him. I'm not saying that necessarily happens, but having those assets is valuable. And if Milwaukee missed out on one of those because Adrian Wojnarowski needed to get his name out there first, it actually gave a team an advantage. So, again, now that you're kind of – hurting you know the process a little bit and i know how much you love the process love it it again what's the point of being the first one to broadcast news that is imminent because you're the first one who's <laughs> broadcasting news that is imminent you are increasing your persona your resume i mean that that's the idea of it you scoop people that's what it is being a journalist nowadays is you have to scoop everybody and the more and more information that you can put out that's considered very vital and valuable, the more you'll get appearances, the more opportunities you'll have to make money. I mean, Adrian Wojnarowski before this, what what did he do? He was on some website, right? True Hoops or something? Yahoo. Oh, was he on Yahoo? Yeah. I mean, so, he had his own. It was the vertical. Yeah, that's it. I'm sorry, the vertical. And so he had the vertical, and then he kept breaking all of these stories, and now he's, what, probably one of the top five paid you know, insiders sure. for and again, ESPN. Again, I get breaking stories and yeah. being the first one to something that people don't know is coming is fantastic. Okay. <laughs> but if your partner is the NBA and having a gentleman's agreement with them going, hey, just let us do the TV show. Like, like we we pay you a lot of money to broadcast our game. Or but you pay us a lot of money to paid for? Scoops. Scoops. So basically, it's like, tell, it's, like, it's like having a burning building and then telling a firefighter, 
Hey, uh, could you just not extinguish it, please? Well, no, no. What it is 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 the difference between your example right there is if you don't know the building is caught on is catching on fire, that's one thing. What he's doing is scooping, going, "Hey guys, in three minutes, the training building is going to catch on fire at your fire training center." We know these draft picks are coming. There's no hurry. Regardless of that, you could you could look at it the other way and go, "Hey, savvy move by the team at at uh, in Atlanta, the general manager for keeping an eye on Twitter because it helped them save an asset." So hey, you can say it's bad for Milwaukee, and you can be upset about it. You can be happy about it, like you are. But good move by the general manager Thomas Schlenk, who I just got a text from our friend Buck, the producer of Dusty and Game in the Morning, and apparently Schlenk was the. Uh, Assistant general manager in Golden State. How'd they do? They're pretty well with town evaluations. So here you go. Uh, uh, well, and the future, obviously, of Milwaukee is. Hooter. 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 What's his full name again? Kevin. Kevin Hooter. 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 I mean, you've I cemented know. it. That's his name. Hooter. Kevin Hooter. Hooter. God. What a. I just, don't think I said whatever. What an incredible name. Listen. Anyways. <laughs> We'll move on from there. Uh, hey, uh, that, there's that thing. The What do we call it? Uh, oh, the news. Got some insight into the mind of Adrian Wojnarowski from our texters. I don't have uh, backup to prove that this is true. But Sources say. But according to this source, the sad thing is Woj has to sacrifice a baby into a volcano for every prediction Satan gives him. Trying to find 30 babies on on Thursday afternoon. It's worth it. Yes. They don't know what's going on. I don't know. <laughs> annoys me. Woj annoys me. Why does he annoy you? Does he annoy you because he looks a lot lamer than what he does? He sounds a lot lamer, too. He is super lame. He's 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 exactly what I expect somebody who breaks news stories and lives on Twitter should look like. Yes. Just keep him there. He's kind of a troll. Yeah, a little bit. He's super troll. Well, the, oh, the, the, but the troll job on the NBA playoffs, because I, I know it's pretty easy to avoid, and I don't go on Twitter. I, I'll readily admit it doesn't do anything for me because the news is going to come out anyways. I'm not somebody that needs to hear it first, three minutes ahead of you. I don't need to, to know everything as it happens. Twitter has got Twitter has gotten so much attention from the media that I think oftentimes they mistake Twitter's reaction to the way people really feel about things, which I think is a mistake because it's only like, what, 15% of the population that are actually on Twitter? Well, and then how would you then gauge public opinion other than Twitter at this point? Other than Twitter? You can go out and talk to people, like God forbid. But again, it's the people that are going to stop and, and do a survey with you. It's not always going to be. It's... It's it's a it's a way to do it. It's not the only way to do it, and it's not the end all be all. I guess I think people put so much stock into it. They think well, everybody feels this way, and and even the of the people that are on Twitter, many of those people are inactive and just use it as an inbound source, and they don't put out their opinions very often. I mean, you can go and find plenty of people that friends of yours that are probably on Twitter that have one follower. They follow a thousand people, and they have one tweet. I think Twitter is now the form of man-on-the-street interviews that local news used to do, and really that national news. Sure. Well, they still do it, but, I, I mean, it's just a faster, more concise form of man-on-the-street, which is yeah. what's your opinion on it? But it, but it's also, I like turtles. You know what I mean? It's not always... It's not always what are you the, talking about? That's YouTube. 
<laughs> but that's a man on the street report. What are you talking about? That's somebody go. Do you have the clip? I have the clip. Pull, play the clip. Hold on. Oh, I, I, I don't have it. It's a woman at like a county fair. What do you think of the county fair, Billy? He's Faces dressed up like a zombie. Back here live at the Waterfront Village with my friend, the zombie, Jonathan. You're looking good. Jonathan just got an awesome face paint job. What do you think? I like turtles. All right. Kid is awesome. That's a man on the street interview. That's somebody going, hey, what's going on down here at the carnival? Yeah. You, you ask Twitter what's going on. There's That kid's out there on Twitter. So I think, like Turtles is on Twitter. So you think it's just uh, a no, whole no, it's troll not just farm. that. No, you it, think it's a troll farm. That's what you're saying. That uh, Twitter shouldn't. Uh, Twitter's opinion shouldn't be taken seriously because it's a bunch of people trying to be either clever or, uh, you know, destructive to whatever story is developing. I think that there is an element of what you're saying to it, and Twitter should not be the end-all, be-all of, of public opinion and the idea that that this is we've, we've done it we've figured out the pulse of america by looking at twitter there's an element of people that are going out there and throwing out terrible uh, opinions just to be funny there's also people that are putting a lot of hate speech out on the social media platform there's a lot of people that say things that they would never say to someone in person they they say things that that are are Three racist. Just say racist. Well, no, no, but they're 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 three degrees removed from having an actual conversation with a person. And and that is not a fair assessment of the way people think. And so, you know, it's if if we put everything that we have into it, that's just that's what keeps me away from it. I think what you're saying is that so many opinions that might be overarching onto one side could influence somebody if all you do is just scroll through Twitter to get your information. Because, I mean, that's what news is, right? News is there to help you kind of interpret how you should feel about certain events. They give you information, but then once the 1980s started and cable news started becoming a thing like CNN or Fox, then they kind of told you how to feel about it, not just what the information was. They didn't let you figure it out yourself. You're saying that Twitter is a tool to basically help you figure out how you should feel about stories. Yes, but it's also there. You have to realize that there is an element of disruption in there when people going out there and just trying to throw people off. On trolls, that. yeah, trolls. That's Adrian Wojnarowski. <laughs> That's what he was, man. He was the ultimate troll on draft day. He was, and he did it. He did it against the this agreement that the networks had made. And there was, uh, uh, can from you what, fire him? You think? I don't know. There's people on the text line suggesting that, you know, he should be uh, suspended for this. But at the same time, listen, our texters are trolls too, right? They're not trolls. They're intelligent, <laughs> well thought out, beautiful people. That's true. All the ones that I've met fit that description. How many have you met? Three. They're all wonderful. Your mom, your brother, <laughs> Sam the mailman. Yeah. I've met all, all of those people. No, uh, we had... Uh, uh, Raymond was in our, our fantasy football league. Code Red! That's true. Code Red. I was going to get into some baseball talk there. Oh, but. God. Whoa. What were you going to talk about? Oh, just how disappointed you are with the Mariners. Uh, no, not disappointed. Well, it's like it's like disappointment, diet disappointment, if you could <laughs> put it that way. That's pretty good. Like, That's well put. You had a little bit of hope, right? Because yeah. they were winning a bunch of games and... You know, they were at the top of their division, and then they started losing just a little bit to the Red Sox. 
and the Yankees. Well, well they got they swept, swept for the first time all year. It, that's yeah. one of the things about the the loss of the series that they had to the Yankees. They get swept, and you go, ah, oh, that really sucks. This is where we really wanted to see them step up, and they go, that was the first time they're swept all year. And you go, really? So it kind of, yes, it's a down. There's four game stretch where they've lost all four games, but then you look back at it and go. Dang, they've been playing really well this year. And last you night's game dis- It's June. It's June. No, of course. Give them and, some time. Yep. And last night was disappointing because you scored 10 runs and you expect to win those games. But the other thing with baseball that, that I wanted to bring up just real quickly is kind of the trend of having these really bad teams. And I don't know that it's necessarily going to be as bad as the NBA, but I was looking at the standings. And right now you've got four teams that have a winning percentage below 400 which is really terrible, and, and the Cincinnati Reds are right at 400. Are the Angels somewhere near there? No, the Angels are the Angels are not that bad of a team. They're sitting right now uh, five games back of the Mariners for the second wild card Angels, spot. I would vote, have to be one of the most disappointing teams of the but year the, so far. The, the Angels, you can look at very much like the Blazers if you consider uh, Damian Lillard, Mike Trout. They're a team that has the best he, – he's obviously better by comparison. Mike Trout might be the best – baseball player ever and this may be the best season to statistically and his war is insane and we've gone into that oh. whole conversation but mike trout is on a team that is not helping him in an organization that's not putting any pieces around him now that that may be uh misleading because they went out and got shohei otani and obviously they made a good push for that they went out and got albert Pujols, but for whatever reason they just they can't get good and it's very disappointing. So they're making moves, but well, I don't pitching know. Pitching sucks. And then you also have Shot- uh, Shio- o- Shohei. Otani's out with an elbow. Pujols yeah. is a thousand years old. They're and not they managed making good not moves. Very, I, I don't think yeah. they managed Otani very well, honestly. I, the whole thing of giving him, what, like six yeah. days off or something and letting him hit and pitch. It's like, just pick one, dude. This is the majors. Yeah, there's a report that came out last year that attendance is going down in baseball, and I was kind of looking for, you know, a causation for that. And one of the thoughts that I had is I just kind of tied it into the articles where they're saying how many more bad teams there are in baseball. And baseball has been fortunate because I looked at it, and you have five teams that are 400 or worse at their winning percentages. I was looking at the NBA just to get a comparison. Just in the Western Conference, you had four teams that had uh, winning percentages below 400. The Suns had a 256 win percentage. That's awful. The Grizzlies, 268. The Mavericks, 239. The Kings, 329. In the Eastern Conference, you had five teams that were below the 400 mark. And this is this is why I hate the process, and this is why I hate tanking, is you have so many nights where you're playing a team where you're like, oh, you better be them. They're the worst. And baseball is bad right now, and they have as many teams in one as as the NBA had in one conference. I think you just need to be patient. Yeah, that's a lot to ask from a team. Just be patient. It's okay. Hey, the Suns, they're doing it right now. They're tanking hard. Hopefully DeAndre Ayton is as good as we yeah, think Yeah, otherwise you'll be. continue tanking. Yeah. If you miss on one of those picks, you stay at the bottom for a long There's time. There's got to be a two-year window where everything will converge together. You hope so. But there's a lot, of, a lot of a lot of teams that haven't made it uh, to to a championship or to a championship series uh, in their history. So hopefully somebody will uh, get things rolling. Uh, I don't know. I mean, which, what's a team that you, like after the draft? Is there a team that you do you think the Suns are ready for a bounce back? No, I think you give yeah. the Suns after this two more years, and then they're going to start making a serious run because Devin Booker is really good. Again, you have to see what DeAndre Ayton's going to be like. I'll be interested to see if his game will actually transfer to the modern NBA today. I know he can quote unquote shoot, 
but most of the offensive highlights I saw in any of the Arizona games, it's him inside. Yeah. I mean, people compare him to Shaq, right? Physically. Sure. I mean, talent wise, I know he can, you know, he, he can handle the ball and it's just, you're going to have to see, you're going to have to see how he'll convert. It, it's going to be very interesting to see how he develops and how that team will do. Because really, if he fails, you're down in the dumps for another five years. Yeah. They're putting a lot on him. Well, I, I mean, you can also look at, you know, the the correlation between roster size and parity. The NBA, you get a couple superstars. You go from being a 26-team win team like the 76ers to being a 59-win team. And you look at the NFL where you have these huge rosters and a ton of turnover, and a team can go from worst to first in just a season. And baseball sits in between with a middling uh, – roster size so i wonder how much of that has to do with it maybe a story for another day let's get to some predictions crystal balls is next center and saint 1080 the fan at the very beginning of the show i said we should take a look at our poll results and then i realized we changed the idea for our poll and then we never got back to our poll results i don't think we ever read our poll that's what i'm saying at center saint 1080 my uh my rant about how much i hate twitter reminded me uh, at Center Saint 1080, at 1080 the fan, we've got two polls up on Twitter, which is great, by the way. If I haven't told you how much I love Twitter, uh, Will, what are our two polls today? All right, so we had in the news this week there was an all-out brawl among parents at a 12 and under girls softball tournament. The video is great if you want to look it up. By the way, it's everybody just gets so fat and tired they just quit and walk away. Yeah, it was probably one of the most amicable ends to a fight I've ever seen. I, I think everybody's just exhausted because yeah. all they eat is hot dogs and drink soda all the time and they're just like i keep fighting but i'm exhausted so it ends some dude's shirt came off and it did not look good no and you get the front and back angle options five percent of people said it was ohio 15 oh i'm sorry the question was which state did this happen in five percent of people said ohio 15 percent said tennessee 17 percent said texas and an overwhelming amount of people on twitter said 63 percent florida and there is a true answer to it. It was Tennessee. It, it was, was Tennessee. Tennessee. The uh, second least likely. 12 and under girls softball tournament. Just all out brawl. It's a 54 second video. Do yourself a favor and find that on Twitter. What was our other poll? I got to tell you too. Also, it looked like a, uh, it looked like an adult's uh, sex party. Oh yeah. There was at a certain point. There's there definitely, there's about five seconds of that video where you think someone's going to get it on. Is that love or hate I'm watching right now? Yeah. I don't know, but I'm turned on <laughs> yeah, either way. Uh, second poll we had was, what did you watch more of this week at 3% <laughs> golf? Oh, God. The U.S. Open. Well, that was a tricky one because the U.S. Open I watched a fair amount of on Sunday, which was technically this week. Uh, 23% World Cup. 24% sad Blazers Twitter feed uh, relating to the draft. And 50% of people said baseball. Well, there you go. Look at baseball doing just fine. Oh, people love baseball. Now, hold on a second. Aren't you the one who said that we shouldn't take Twitter's opinion too seriously? And you're telling me based on this, baseball is doing just fine? Baseball is doing just fine. Baseball is doing just fine. It's hey, Listen, if Twitter says it, we know it's true. All right, crystal balls. Let's do a quick pick Okay, here. So here's the question that I have for you, my good man. Okay, let's hear it. Is this the Blazers roster... There'll be some free agency moves, obviously some signings. Is this Blazers roster, as it is, going to make it to the regular season without making a major trade? Yes, it will, because they are too scared not to. <laughs> too scared to? Oh, I'm sorry, too scared to. Too 
too scared to make a trade. I mean, they're too far gone at this point to even make a really big trade. The, the Kawhi Leonard trade is the only one that I would say is realistic that you could actually tempt the Spurs mm -hmm. to do. Again, tell me another team that's going to offer better assets than we are at this point. You can't. Hey, and Boston. Kawhi Leonard wants Boston. to be traded. I don't think Boston wants to give up anything, and I don't think they want Kawhi Leonard. I don't think it's necessary for them to. Yeah, I don't think they need to go out and grab him either. Um, I mean, you are correct. Boston has more, but I don't think they're in the running, and I don't think they should be because what would you have to give up? Probably Kyrie Irving and either Kyrie Irving in a pick or Kyrie Irving and um, Terry Rozier or something like that. Yeah. I, I mean, it's better, better assets given up too much. I think with the Blazers, you have a realistic expectation on both sides where I think we'd be okay parting with CJ to get Kawhi Leonard. And I think Kawhi Leonard is also worth that extra pick that we would throw in or whatever cash considerations we'd have to throw. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know if the Spurs want that though, necessarily. They're going to do everything they can not to trade him. Uh, let's take a look at the top five picks in the NBA draft, and it'll be a while before we know if you're right or wrong, but I want you to take uh, out of the top five picks who will be the best NBA player. Uh, I will remind you of the picks. Number one was DeAndre Ayton uh, going to the Suns. Marvin Bagley the third going to the Kings. The Hawks end up with Trey Young after the trade. Uh, the Grizzlies get Jaron Jackson Jr. And then the Mavericks end up with Luka Doncic. You have to think Luka Doncic will be the most consistent, though he's not the most athletic prospect coming out. He's had the most experience. Plus, he will do well during Rick Carlisle's stay with the Mavs if Carlisle will still have a job there. Uh, so I would say Luka Dantich. The most disappointing I'll say right now is Trey Young, obviously. Um, I'm going to give him an over-under of a week before he gets hurt. Suns, Kings, Hawks, Grizzlies, Mavericks. Any of those teams win an NBA championship in the next decade? <laughs> no. <laughs> what? See how much we care about the NBA draft? I'm giving you 10 years. Any of those teams no. win a championship? Any of those teams sniff a championship? Will Kevin Durant still be playing in 10 years? No, he's retiring at 35, remember? Oh, right, I forgot about that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, no. 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 They have zero chance. God, no. As much as we care about the NBA draft, as much as we think it matters, Not one of them. none of us think no. that any of those teams are winning anything. They'll win. Just not an NBA title. Well, that's, isn't that the goal? Well, that's how we end it. Uh, I appreciate everybody listening. We'll be back uh, next week with more Center and Saint. Have a wonderful week. Baseball on the fan all day. Enjoy that. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Always look on the bright side Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 